Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. I believe we're live right now. Thank you for joining us tonight. Now we're doing it on a Saturday night, but uh, we're trying to change things up a little bit. So thanks for joining us. I got a message for you tonight about how much God values you and that he wants to restore you and, and bring you to a new place in your life. But before we get to that, Kristen's going to pray for us. All right. If you're watching us now, do me a favor real quick. Just hit the share button so it shares to your page. That'll help the viewership and everything. If you have any prayer requests, uh, we have some people who send us prayer requests ahead of time. So we're definitely going to get to all of those. But also, if you just want to make a comment here, uh, while the live feed is happening, we'll be sure to get to those prayer requests also. So right now what's going to happen is Kristen's going to pray for everybody. I'm going to give a short, maybe five to ten minute message, and then we'll get to the individual prayer requests, all right? Well, the Holy Spirit is speaking because I didn't even know that was what your message was going to be about tonight, but I just felt like God said people need to know they're valued. So well, there you go. amen to that. Amen. And thanks, everybody, for joining us. Well, dear Jesus, thank you. Thank you for every single person that is listening to the sound of my voice and their families and people who are not listening to the sound of my voice. You care for every single one of them, God. And what's amazing is you care for us all individually down to the, the one, one little speck of a cell in our body, Lord. You knit us together in our mother's womb. Lord, you, all the days ordained for us were written in your book before one of them came to be. God, we are so loved by you. We are cherished by you. We are your bride. We are your chosen one, God. We are unique. We are beautiful. We are so valued in your eyes, God. Help us to see ourselves the way you see us. God, if we truly saw ourselves the way you see us, that would eliminate 99.9% of any worry or fear or anything that we experience, probably all of it, actually. God, so help us to truly get in tune with you. You are the vine, we are the branches. Get under your wing, under your covering, because you are wooing us to yourself. You're asking us to come and be under your covering. Help us to get under that covering, God, and experience your love and experience all of those things. I pray for the person right now who's just burdened and just can't do another thing, and just can't even pray another prayer, doesn't know how they're, even breathing has become a problem. I pray specifically right now in the Holy Spirit, I feel like there's people who even breathing has become something that is just such a toll, such a task, such a burden, just getting through the next hour, not even the next day. God, come to these people, Lord, and let them know your hope and your future promised that you have for them. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, I don't tell you, I, I don't tell Kristen ahead of time really what my messages are going to be, and maybe I'll give you a title or something. I haven't told you really the substance of this one, uh, but you're going to be pretty surprised at how much what you just prayed is is 
sounds like it's going to be lifted from my message almost word for word. That gives me chills. So building off of that, like I said, guys, if you have any prayer requests, go ahead and put them in the comments section while I give you this message, which today is going to be about my watch that I'm wearing. And if you have followed the show religiously, to use a bit of a pun there, you might know a few things about me. You know that I'm a lawyer and I have a small pen collection and I also collect watches. And that is Kristen's fault because I had a few watches and then she started getting them for me. And then I got into watch collecting and she got me this book on watches and I really got into it. This is a few months ago. And it's, it's, I don't want to say it's become an obsession, but it's become something that I spend more time than I should on. Anyway. A few months ago, when I really started building out my watch collection, I remembered that my dad had this really beat up watch when I was a kid. And this thing is from like the 1970s. And I used to see it when I was a child. I would go through his stuff because that's what little boys do. We go through our dad's things. And in the bottom of this drawer, there was this really junky watch. And it was just, it was not something any child would want. And like if, if someone gave this to you as an heirloom, you would just would throw it out. It's just nothing that you would accept, right? But a few months ago, when I started to really get back into watch collecting or get into it in earnest anyway, I just remembered this watch for some reason. And Kristen and I were at my parents' house, and I, I asked my dad if he still had it, and he didn't even know. I said, well, if I can find it, can I have it? And he said, sure, what do I care? And I went into that same old drawer that I had gone into, you know, how many times over the past four decades, whatever, when I was a kid. Um, and sure enough, the watch was there, and it was as junky and beat up as I remember. I mean, the band was broken. It didn't even fit on the watch. It was scratched up beyond belief like you couldn't imagine. The glass on it had a giant crack in it. I don't mean a, a, a it was a scratch. I mean, it was a glass was just cracked. And yet, for some reason, for some reason, I looked at that watch and I said, you know, I bet I could make this watch beautiful. I bet I could restore it. I bet I could fix the glass. I bet I could clean up all these scratches here. I bet I could fix the band. And I shook it because this is actually, it's not a battery powered watch. It's actually, it's powered by movement. And sure enough, the thing still worked after 50 years. And I said, all right, well, if this thing wants to live, if this thing wants life, I'm going to bring it back to life. And so I, I, I took the watch and, and I just, I just saw in my mind what this thing could look like. And I brought it to a, a jeweler to have it restored and we fixed everything. And as God is my judge, you really can't see it on the camera there, but this thing is as good as new. All right. And it is now, to be honest with you, it's my favorite watch because of, of what it represents. I mean, if I were to try to sell this watch, it wouldn't be worth that much. But to me, it's worth a lot. And it occurred to me that there were a lot of principles in this brief story that we can extract for our lives as it relates to our relationship with God. Okay, number one, what happened? I saw originally this junky watch, but then I saw the potential. I knew what it could become. Just like God sees what we could become. He sees what we are too, right? He's not blind, but he also sees what we can become. So when Kristen was talking in the prayer of seeing ourselves through God's eyes, that's really what she's talking about. Not just seeing us the way we are, but seeing us the way that God sees us. And just like I was looking at that watch and saying, yeah, this thing is beaten up six ways from Sunday, but so what? I know what this thing could be. God looks at us the same way. He says, I know what you could be. I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And so, number two, just like I took the watch the way it was, I went and I made it new. 
See, one of the mistakes I think a lot of people make is we say, well, God accepts you the way that you are. And look at Jesus. Jesus would meet all these people who were sinners. Yeah, that's true. But he didn't expect them to stay that way. He would meet them as sinners, but then he would say, go and sin no more. Okay. God sees us as one thing. He takes us as one thing, but now he wants to give us a new life, a new start. And of course, just like I saw that the watch was still running, it still had a pulse, we have to show God, yes, that's what we want as well. We want you to give us a new life. We want to yield to you. We want to yield to that process. We don't want to stay in that drawer all beat up and junky, even though it might be comfortable there, even though we've been there 40 or 50 years, whatever. We we show God. We say, God, we want life. We want life abundantly. And then he takes us from the from the state that we were in, broken and scratched and beaten up, and he restores us. And notice this also, once he restores us, what are we? We're something that, that that's valuable to him. This watch, I can tell you, this is a Seiko. It is not, Seikos are not like exceedingly expensive watches. I, actually, I saw one of these for sale. And I think someone's trying to get a few bucks for something similar to this. Actually, the, the same model, not this, obviously the same watch, but the same model watch. But this isn't that valuable. I mean, if you told me I had to part with this or a Rolex, and I do have a Rolex, you know what? I would get rid of the Rolex because I can always save up my money and buy another Rolex. But this is the only one of these that there is. And you know why? Because it was my father's watch. The value to me isn't in the plastic and in the metal and in the mechanics. I can find watches that are better than this. Okay, the value to me is in the relationship. The value to me is in what it represents. There is only one watch that was my father's watch that is now my watch. And it's the same thing with God, okay? We have gotten, in our society, in particular in America, we've gotten so obsessed with seeing ourselves as members of a group or members of a tribe. Well, we're Republicans. No, we're Democrats. We're white. No, we're black. We're Hispanic. We're old. We're young. We're men. We're female. And we're some combination of that. And we've lost sight of the fact that God sees us, number one, as an individual, okay, that's irreplaceable. That's why he values you so much. This watch is irreplaceable. That's why it's more valuable to me than a Rolex. I could never find this watch again. And it's the same thing with you. God values you because you are absolutely irreplaceable. And he values you because what he can't replace is that relationship with you. I was talking, as Chris knows, uh, last night to some friends of mine who I believe love the Lord, but I think they missed the point a whole lot, that they really believe that to get to God, you have to go through some kind of hierarchy, that between you and God, you have to go through a deacon and then a priest, and then a bishop and then an archbishop and then a cardinal and then the pope. And then finally, after all these different layers, you get to God. But you can't really quite pray to him directly. You have to first pray through some saints. Some, you know, people who had died, who I have news for you, they're dead and their bones are dust. They didn't rise from the grave, okay? You, praying to them makes about as much sense as praying to this wall. I hate to tell you that, okay? And you don't have to do that. I'm not here to rain on you. I'm here to tell you that God wants to dwell in you. That's the whole point. That was the reason the Holy Spirit came to us. That's why Jesus died on the cross, to have the individualized. It's the ultimate decentralization. It's not God by proxy. It's not God by bureaucracy. It's not God by central government, okay? It's God in us. Jesus says we have to dwell in him and he in us. And see, that's what gives the relationship value. That's what gives you gives us the relationship in the first part. It's the individual one-on-one -on -one time. It's the individual one-on-one, -on -one. God knowing our insides better than we even do, all right? That's what gives us value, and that's what makes us irreplaceable. And I have to tell you something, guys. If I lost this watch, I would be up in arms over it. I mean, you know, I wouldn't sleep for nights probably. Well, can you imagine then? Can you imagine how grateful God is when you come back to him? 
how grateful God is that to have that relationship with you, how much he values you and how much, how, how pained he must feel to lose you, to have distance between you, distance either caused by sin, distance caused by self-pity, you don't feel like you're good enough, distance caused by guilt, distance caused by some nonsensical bureaucracy where you think you can't talk to God directly. Kristen and I, in our marriage, emphasize we never want to have any distance between us. We do pretty much everything together, but it's more than that. We have no emotional space between us. We have no barriers between us. When I want to talk to Kristen, I don't talk to five other people to have them pass the message along to get to Kristen. And believe me, I could never replace Kristen. And nothing's ever going to happen to her, but God forbid, hypothetically, were something to happen to her, I couldn't just find another wife because I would never find another Kristen. And it's the same thing with you. You need to understand that for as much as I value this silly watch that costs maybe in a good day a couple hundred bucks, God values you infinitely more than that because of the relationship with you that he wants to have with you as an individual. And this is my point, guys. When people say the Lord's Prayer, and we're going to lead you in that at the end, when we say, God, you know, Jesus, you know, uh, repent of my sins, come into my heart. It's not just come into my heart. It's saying, God, I want to be inside of you and you inside of me. I want to yield every day to you basically just taking over my life. And I want to yield. I want to yield to that relationship that you want with me because I want to feel valued by you. That's the idea, guys. And so my message is simply this. My message is this. Number one, like Kristen said, don't just see where you are. See where God wants to take you. Okay, because he does want to take you away from where you are into a much better place, a new birth. The Bible says, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. When I wear this watch, I don't think about what it used to be, how it was this uh, this broken thing. And honestly, I wouldn't wear if it was still broken. I restored it. That's the point. God wants to restore you and give you new life. And God wants to have a relationship with you because he values you. That's the entire point, and that's my message for, I hope, someone out there today. Very good. That's a great example. And I will just add to that, that if you are, the cool thing about God is, whether you're this watch, like you said about all the individuals, or if you're another watch in the collection that was given maybe by me, that watch is God's favorite too. He doesn't just pick one. Well, for the purpose... For the purpose of this message, I had to talk about a watch that had a father-son relationship to it. Now, I will say that Kristen, I was wearing one of, Kristen's given me two watches, and actually, uh, she's, my birthday's coming up in three months, so I already helped her pick out what I would want for my birthday, and that is just, it, you, wait till you see that one. I'll show you that in a few months. It's, it's gorgeous. But yes, I understand, Kristen. You've got me beautiful watches, too, and I value those for that reason. But I needed to use this one as an example. They're not your favorite? <laughs> they are, but my I'm trying to show the father-son relationship All right, because I, I was thinking about taking that one back that I gave you, or no, two, two, or three. No, thank you. They're all beautiful. Just teasing you. Uh, no, seriously. <laughs> seriously, that's such you a You notice when I was turning the conversation towards you and I was steering it this yeah. way directly, yeah. I was I steered directly to I could never replace Kristen. He, he's good. He saves. He, he puts it out there and then saves it at the last. It wasn't minute. saved. I had the whole message planned, and that's what I was doing. I just love messing with you. <laughs> but I, I think when I, <laughs> when I was a young teenager, I remember in church one time they gave us a pearl, and it said, "You are." It had a little message with it. You are a priceless pearl. 
And for some reason, maybe it's just because I love pearls, which Jordan has given me one, one of um, my favorite. I didn't even know that when I gave those to you. Oh yeah, that you they they're beautiful. I just think to myself about those pearls, and every time I think the enemy tries to tell because he tell, tells it. I know the narrative is different, whether you're a man or a woman. Maybe for a woman, it might be appearance, or I, I shouldn't just say gender because everybody I think places a different emphasis on something. Um, could it, it could be appearance for men too, but whatever it is that you feel inadequate in or, or where the enemies tends to attack or trigger, uh, certain feelings and emotions, I always would remember, I would just close my eyes and remember that I was that priceless pearl. And again, maybe this is going to relate more to the ladies than the guys, but I just think of a pearl and I just think of how beautiful it is. And, you know, that just to think that I'm that pearl, you are that pearl. Jordan is the pearl. Bible actually says uh, a woman of virtue is worth more than rubies. Mm-hmm. And you are worth infinitely more than rubies and diamonds. You're the oh. greatest. Now, the other thing, the other reason I use this watch as an example is I needed an example of, a, of something that was broken and dilapidated. The watches you give me are pristine. So it's like, it's different. I had to give the example of me restoring something. You're still feeling bad see, about this. Well, I, I'm just explaining. That was the, the that's, I'm just explaining. <laughs> I love you. You're wonderful. Thank you. Why don't you pray for all these people and then me as well? <laughs> okay. So we have a couple of prayer requests tonight. We have one, and uh, I think Jordan mentioned. You can feel free to leave it in the comments, too, if you want to. Yeah, here's one also. Oh. Make sure you get to this. Uh, Susan Taylor, we're going to pray for her in a minute. Yes, and yes. And Isabel Rodriguez. So yes. add those to the prayer requests we have okay. coming in. Okay. You want to pray for those or you want me to? No, just go ahead. Okay. You got them all. Okay personal friend of ours, Brenda, who has an amazing, she's asking for full healing, but she does have an amazing testimony. Um, basically, they told her she would not make it and she is going strong, but we want to pray that she gets out of the rehabilitation facility and totally 100% healed. So in Jesus name, I pray for Brenda, who has overcome a lot and not just this in- instance, so many different things. God, I pray for her full healing And I know she's such a woman of faith that she just has been telling everybody about what God has done. And I just think of in the Bible, you know, all those examples when God would heal somebody and they would go out and tell tell what God had done. And uh, Brenda is certainly like that. So we need to be more like that. So God, in Jesus' name, I just pray for complete healing, 100% healing over Brenda. Thank you for where you brought her to, but I just pray you to bring, bring her over that finish line, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, she just is a precious daughter to you, Lord. And uh, we just pray for that to be. Uh, for Omega, pretty cool name. I love that. Uh, C- Continue with our watch thing. I would... <laughs> we need to pray for Jordan and his watches. <laughs> Omega uh, says he's doing some personal fasting. I thought I'm, I apologize. I can't read the rest of what this was. I remember there was more to this on, on his comment. So I apologize, Omega, if I'm paraphrasing, but I believe it was something to do with financial. And I believe it was something to do with relationship, finding the person. He said, it's not good for man to be alone. I mean, maybe the third one was family, but God ultimately knows. And it's amazing. I am, first of all, I just want to say that's amazing that you are fasting because, you know, the Bible says, I feel like it was a verse the other day, this kind of thing will not go away without prayer and fasting. Certain mm. things, certain things need prayer and fasting. And it doesn't just have to be food. It right. could be 
you know, social media, which I know we're on right now, and it's a great tool. So don't don't leave us yet <laughs> if you choose to pass that. But it could be that. It could be TV. It could be, I don't know, uh, whatever it is for you. It could be watches. <laughs> it could be anything. So uh, Omega, that's awesome. And I know that God is going to honor that faith. God, just just give Omega what he needs, Lord, in those areas. Honor his faith. I know you do. I know you see that and you, he's going to be, I feel like a generational, a, a changer for the, for, to revolutionize the generations in Jesus name. I pray that over him, God, and just come through and uh, give him the endurance, the spiritual endurance for what you're doing in him. You're doing something through him, but you're also doing something in him at the same time. Uh, Mulchand, great to see you again, a, a, a listener, a, a who listens to us often and he says pray for me and my whole family and all of us to be reignited i think um he was saying so lord in jesus name i just pray for the fire of the holy spirit to come on Wolchan, his entire family to you for you to bring them together and bring them in unity god and your hope and just just continue to fill them with your love and your provision and everything they need god juanita another great listener who has been through some trying times lately and is an amazing encouragement to us. Such a beautiful, beautiful, valuable saint um, says she just lost her brother-in-law. And so God, in Jesus name, I pray for this woman, Juanita, uh, this precious woman, Lord, a beautiful woman to you, God. I just pray you lift. She's got so much on her shoulders right now. You just lift all those burdens and lift this grief and comfort her, comfort her entire family, God. Bring them into a place of green pastures, Lord. They've been in this transition, in this wilderness for long enough. Bring them into that greenery, Lord, and bring them into that land of hope. In Jesus' name. Very interesting. Ruth and Fidelis, two separate people, all said the same exact thing. They want stable jobs. In Jesus' name, I pray for stable jobs, but I also pray for stability in life, period. Peace, the peace of that passes all understanding, God, even when things are seem unstable. God, you are the stable, beautiful peace. God, I pray for that beautiful peace in their professional life. I pray that for that peace in their personal life. And I pray for you to just cover them in that wonderful, wonderful peace in Jesus' name. And we've got Suzanne. Well, Suzanne sends us two of them. So the first one, she says, is for financial breakthrough for Trevor, who's in another country, restoration of Tav's auto rental business. And then she says, prayers for healing of stomach and body and good sleep and turning around in my life. Lord, take away all stress, anxiety, fear, and stress. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. All right. Lord, I pray for Suzanne. I know that when, and we've all been there in one way or another, the enemy tries to come in with anxiety. He tries to come in and, and stress, and that can lead to physical problems as well with stomach and all of those things. And in Jesus' name, I feel like there's a breakthrough here for you, Suzanne. I feel like... The, the enemy has been trying hard because he sees the danger of the dream. He sees what God has for you on the other side of this. He sees, he may not, he, he's not all-knowing, he's not omniscient, he's not um, omnipresent, he's not any of those things. But one thing he knows is that there is something up. There is something that the Lord is doing in and through you. And and during this time, it may be painful at times, but God is, is, is bringing you to a new place. So in Jesus name, first of all, I just pray that you would just, as you surrender more of yourself to him, let the, the Lord overtake you. And in Jesus name, I pray for any of those. I just see like all these chains of fear and worry and stress 
And I feel like it's been a long time even, and I feel like it's even generational and it's even related to a lot of things and certain things that would cause certainly anybody to have fear and stress. So in Jesus name, you are the ultimate chain breaker, Lord. I just picture that when Paul and Silas were in prison and the chains literally broke like that. God, you want to just, you break chains, break every chain, break every chain over Suzanne, Lord. Just, just release her. Release her from fear of death, fear of 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 just of of horrible, vain imaginations, God, and bring her into your peace right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Enemy, you have no place in her life. In Jesus' name, Amen. It's kind of jumping around in us, but Isabel Rodriguez's prayer for my husband Melvin is visa approval so we can travel. All right, Isabel, uh, great to see you again. Lord, please help Isabel's husband. Lord, you know. The plans you have for us, you know what we need before we even ask, and you know where these two are supposed to go. And if you want to divert their travels to somewhere else, even though it may not be in our plans, whatever you have for them, but you know the process, what he needs for the visa to be able to get to wherever they need to go in the mighty name of Jesus. So I pray that you approve that, God, and you allow them to be able to get to the next point in their journey. I feel like they're coming to you for this as a miracle because they need to know and see you in at work in this for the next step, for the next stage. And so I pray that you just break through and and let that be done in the mighty name of Jesus. And then Reuben says, God bless everyone. I ask you, pray for healing. All right. In Jesus' name, please help Reuben. Just I pray for his entire body to line up with the will of God. And I see it as not just physical, but it's um, emotional healing. It's like the two are tied it's just like this weariness of the spirit. So right now, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray you lift up Reuben. I, we lift him up to you. We pray for full healing. We pray for every organ, every cell in his body to work the way it's supposed to work. We pray for miracles. We pray for emotional miracles because sometimes that's even harder than the physical in the, in, in the spiritual realm. So we pray for those miracles, Jesus. And we pray and we war against the enemy and we, and we say enemy hands off of Reuben and his body and emotional state. Vaja Jimmy says, it's my prayer that God will bless you, Jordan and Kristen, in your ministry as you continue to minister God's word through this platform. Thank you. Thanks very much. Thank you. I have a prayer request. All right. May I submit one? No, it's a good one. To get more watches? No, no, no. The prayer request is, as you know, I just hired a bunch of new people at my office. And I just, it's a significant financial commitment. The office yeah. is expanding substantially. And I would like if you would please pray. You know, we pray over all these things ahead of time anyway. So it's not like I'm saying, you know, Chris and I sure hope this works out uh, because I think, you know, we prayed over each of these people. Yes. And just so you know, guys, Kristen meets all these people before I hire them, even though, you know, she's, uh, she's not a lawyer, but. Um, she's every bit of an important part of my office and important part of my life. And I wouldn't hire anybody in my office without her approval. So, so you don't, just so you know, I mean, my business has been expanding and I just hired a bunch of new people and you know, it's, um, I don't want to say it's scary because we don't live in fear, but it's, it's a big step. Let's just yes. put it that way. Yes. And we certainly want to succeed, yes. but more than that, Kristen is, you know, I don't think God brings people in my life just to be laborers. No. Right. No. That, that God, I think handpicks 
We talked about this in one of our most recent episodes that uh, all of these people are divine appointments. That's right. And, and I, so first of all, I pray that we, you and I every day are, that God works through us for their benefit, number one, and that they are also able to work for the benefit of not just me, but all the different clients they meet and all those, all their special needs. Because, you know, for those of you who don't know the kind of law I do, I deal with a lot of broken families and domestic violence and battered women and things like that. It's a very, very unique calling. That's right. Uh, and it's very important to me that, for, that my office, number one, is a very safe space for the people who work for yes, me because yes. if I can't, I feel like it has to kind of like that sort of thing has to flow from me, right? So for me to provide safety to my clients and to provide the sense of, of normalcy and, and, and calm and all those things, I yes. have to, you know, first establish that in the office. Yes. So I'm kind of rambling a bit and calling attention to myself, but you, you and I have spoken enough about this. And I just think it's important for other people who have businesses because this young lady, Susan was asking us to pray for this business here that, you know, you understand it's not just, um, it's not just an ATM. It's not just there to generate money. Mm. I mean, we don't serve a poor God, but yeah. it's whatever your business is, whether it's being a lawyer like me or running a car rental yeah. service or, you know, Kristen, you know, who, who's a model and, and a singer and all these other things, all of these things are important that God has a purpose for it. So I just, I guess what I'm saying, Kristen, I wasn't really planning for this is that God just blesses the endeavor. And just as I submit and you and I submit, ourselves to God every day, that we just submit the office mm-hmm. to God every day yes, and that his, yes. his will is done in it. Yes. That's, that's said so, so well, so well. Well, God, first of all, I have been feeling lately. It's funny that you should say that because I've been feeling also lately. I just pray a hedge of protection around Jordan and I, and not only our marriage, but, but the office in particular, God, um, and every single person Pray a hedge of protection around every person that works in Jordan's office and all of his clients, Lord. So much brokenness. This world is so full of brokenness. But you know what? I was just thinking about how, God, you fill us. Like, we have to be broken to be filled. If we're all filled of ourselves, Mm -hmm. that's not where you can work. You work in the brokenness, God. So I pray for these broken people, God. Every single one, I pray for every single client, Lord, who just has this hopelessness. I just pray for revival, and I just pray for your spirit. And I pray for every single person that works with Jordan, both now and in the future, God. I pray for their um, spiritual makeup, their, their, their entire being, Lord, to be submitted to you. And I pray that anything that is not of you, and I... I'm not saying I, because it, it wouldn't. This wouldn't be targeted to um, the the people who work with you in the office necessarily because they're lovely people. But but let's say people who do not know of, of you or do not know the fullness of you can unknowingly bring in things. And so I just feel very called right now. Anybody who works with Jordan, both now and in the future, and the clients. Anything that is not of you, any spirit, I pray that out of that, out of the office building, I pray it out of the business period. I pray it out in Jesus' name. I pray that only you would enter. I pray that we would be protected and that each person would be protected and that each person will leave everything else that is not of you. It would just have to leave. 
in Jesus' name. And that the only the people that would come in would be people that want to know you, Lord, that want to love you, God. And for all this this financial commitment and everything, I pray for everything on this man's shoulders, God, all the responsibility that he has, God. He was prophesied to me as a man of responsibility, and he is responsibility is just increasing and increasing. God, I pray that as he stretches, you would stretch over him, that he would feel you stretching and you are his covering God so that yes, you are doing a work in him and stretching him, but he's not being stretched. You're being stretched to meet the needs, Lord. It's, it's, in our weakness, that you are the strength, Lord, and that you would meet the needs financially, physically, emotionally of everything, Lord. And so that you would just go, just, we we submit everything to you. Go before us, God, walk before us and make this more of you and more of your blessing, God, than, than just a law office, more of a revival, more of things that we can't even express or imagine and take it to new heights as we submit to you and we release everything to you in Jesus name. Amen. And you know, my prayer for everyone as you're doing that, and I've just, this for the last 10 minutes I've been thinking about this is my prayer for all of you out there is that you find a partner or you have a partner who elevates you spiritually the way this one elevates me. You know, when I bring her into my office and we interview people, it's it's not just because I want to make sure that Kristen's, you know, not going to get mad at me because I'm hiring mostly women. It's just how it is. Uh, and I want to make sure Kristen actually likes them. But because this one has such great spiritual insight that she wouldn't let anybody ever work for me if she if, if she had that feeling inside of her from the Holy Spirit that it wasn't right. I'll tell you something else. She comes with me to my office pretty much almost every day. And even though, like I said, she doesn't actually work for me. She doesn't want to work for me. And that's and that's fine. But just having her in that office brings the presence of God with her. And I'm telling you, the reason I am as prosperous as I am today is because of her and because she brings God in his prosperity. What was that verse uh, today, Kristen? Uh, uh, actually, I got it. It's Deuteronomy. I think it's 15.5 don't, 15, where it says, it says, you know, don't say in your mind, I am so wealthy because of the strength of my hand, but recognize that it's, it's the, it's God who gives the power to get wealth so that he can establish his covenant in you. Okay. Bible says, Spirit of the Lord bringeth wealth and he adds no trouble to it. He who findeth a wife findeth a good thing and he finds a favor of the Lord. And so when I have Chris in there, it's not like she's some magic talisman. I don't mean that, but just, I just love how everywhere she goes, she brings the presence of God with her. And really, I think that's why I just can't get enough of you. Aww. And that's why I can't separate from you. Oh, I can't separate you from you either. Thank you for, for right. always building me up and being the best husband ever. Oh, I'm, okay. Yes. Thank you. He's amazing. You're welcome. I, I feel like I'm on the Oprah show all the time with you. <laughs> <laughs> the Christian one. Oh, that's Before awesome. we close out, uh, Lucido says, please pray for our church building project here in the Philippines. So, Luisito, we certainly pray for that. We yes. thank you. That's an ordained work. Yes. God, we pray not just for the building to get built, for the, the building to be filled to the to capacity and beyond with people, and that you'll need a new building soon. Yes. And and, and you leave that one behind to some other ministry. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Kristen, why don't you why don't you help some people get in good with God here? All right. If you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, or if you if it's been ages and or a short period of time and you've fallen away. Uh, if you'd like to say the the call to salvation with me, that would be amazing. This is your opportunity. God's tugging at your heart. You got go with that tug. Just follow after me. It's so easy. 
Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, please let us know. It will encourage us, and we'd love to talk to you about getting further instruction on what you should do next. That's right. All right, guys, listen, thanks for joining us today. Uh, we hope you had a good time. We hope you got something out of it. If you're just joining us now, uh, the video will be uh, it's obviously recorded, so you can watch from the beginning in just a few minutes. Remember, please like and share. Like our page, share it, but share also the videos. You can check out our podcast as well. They're on iTunes and a bunch of other places. Uh, so anyway, thanks again for joining us. It's always a pleasure. Thank you for your prayers and everything like that. We'll see you probably next week. Uh, until then, as always, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.